And every superstar used to come in there because it's a diner. It's 24 hours. Everybody, Tom Cruise, Eddie Murphy, any, think of anybody. They all went to this diner, right? Yeah. So I'm working the days, and Barbara Streisand and Meryl Streep walk in. And they're sitting talking. And they order a muffin, a blueberry muffin. Just one? Yeah, just split. <laughs> Hey, my name is Billy Dad, and I'm a restaurateur obsessed with what it takes to create the most memorable meals ever. Having come up working almost every position in the business, I've seen how there are usually hundreds of details that need to be orchestrated perfectly to satisfy the highest of expectations among all those that food brings together. This mix in chemistry, or lack thereof, makes for mind-blowing storytelling about more than just what's on the plate. So in each episode, with a unique and unforgettable guest, we will discuss the power of food, the importance of coming together for meals, and unravel, explore, and discover a life-changing dining experience that has forever impacted lives. This is the Meal of Your Life Podcast. Hey, what's happening, everyone? This is a really fun episode with a good friend of mine for, man, probably like 15 years, Macy Gray. She is one of the most talented singers, the coolest voices I'm sure you've heard. Uh, she's also a great actress, and she, but there's so much I didn't know until this interview that we did over dinner at uh, my restaurant, Sunda. I happened to have my iPhone on me and I was like, let's do an interview for, for my food pod- podcast, The Meal of Your Life. And she was like, I think that would be amazing. So <laughs> we just, here we are winging it. Um, I actually didn't know these really hilarious stories about when she was a server. I didn't know she was a waitress um, serving Barbara Streisand and Meryl Streep. Funny story. Uh, didn't realize that when we met over a buffet in Vegas about 15 years ago that Charlize Theron was right there. Um, apparently I interrupted and dissed her. Didn't know that. And then, of course, I forgot to tell her I almost got beat up by Bobby Brown at her birthday party <laughs> like a couple weeks ago. Um, well, not beat up, but he wanted to come after me. I don't think he would have beat me up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. It's just a weird, weird thought. Anyway, here is the lovely Macy Gray. Because if you came to my party drunk and late and undressed, I would be fine with it. I'd be like, <laughs> he's having a day. It's okay. <laughs> if you invited me to a party <laughs> and I showed up like that, mm-hmm. that would never happen. I know. Thank you. Um, Mr. No Ego. Okay, wait. So we're recording. Um, can you tell me more about Barbara Streisand? So we're sitting at the table <laughs> here at Sunda that, that she usually I eats at. <laughs> Why don't you rat her out? No, we don't have to talk about that. That's really funny. What did you ask her? What did she ask for when, when she did a um, party? She was, she, she just wanted garlic noodles because she said she worked in a Chinese restaurant when she grew up. And it reminded her of that. And if you she, say she was really sweet, you're full of shit. She was very f- straightforward. <laughs> a little, you know. <laughs> no, she's like my idol. Like, she's, oh, wanna, yeah, she's iconic. Who doesn't want to be Barbara Streisand? Yeah. But I've had two. She had weird uh, bathroom, had bathroom requests, though. Well, okay. So back in the day, <laughs> I'm 25 years old. I'm working at a restaurant, and Barbara Streisand and Meryl Streep walk in. Wow. I'm a waitress at this little Beverly Hills restaurant called Larry Parker's Diner, and every superstar used to come in there because it's a diner. It's 24 hours. Everybody, Tom Cruise, Eddie Murphy, any, think of anybody. They all went to this diner, right? Yeah. So 
I'm working the days and Barbara Streisand and Meryl Streep walk in. And they're sitting talking. And they order a muffin, a blueberry muffin. Just one? Yeah, it's a split. <laughs> a blueberry muffin and two coffees. I'll never forget this. I don't know why I never forgot this. And the muffin was exactly $2.13. <laughs> what was that like? So I gave them, and they tipped me. They actually took some money from the change from the $3 they left. <laughs> That's why I love Barbara Streisand. I was like, she's the biggest singer in the world, and she's watching her money. Her and Meryl Streep. It wasn't like it was just her. It was two of them. I was like, okay. She's my idol now. <laughs> you, I wasn't even mad. I should have been. Were you a good waitress? I was all right. I mean, they wanted a muffin and two coffees. I mean, how are you going to mess that up? You'd have to be pretty bad to mess that up. Have you ever run into them since? No, but they're both like, Barbara Streisand is like, I, I don't know if people get what she does because she's like this expert singer. She's like the expert. It's like people can sing, but she's like an expert. Like she hits every note and her, her voice is full and she has a tone. Like she has everything a singer should have. Kind of like what Whitney Houston had. It's really rare. Because a lot of people can sing and go to church and learn how to do all this stuff and you can take lessons, but there's a, there's a thing that uh, only a few singers get and she's one of them. So she's always been my, one of my biggest idols. How did you pick that up? Because you didn't start as a singer, you learned it over time? Yeah, I just have an unusual voice and, and uh, I, I joined a rock band in college just for fun, just because yeah. it was fun and then, um, I don't know, people was like, oh my God, your voice is amazing. Like, they would start talking about my voice and I was like, really? Because I didn't, I was just having a good time and I was Where was this, was this LA? 20. Yeah, I was going to USC. When you were a waitress? Well, when Waitress Days came after USC. Oh, after that. After I got my full education, I went and became a... <laughs> <laughs> I went and started making $6 an hour. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's what happens. So you can recognize what that higher level is just by the precision and the different notes that they hit? No, it's, a, it's in your throat. It's... Um, I mean, it's, a lot of it is given, but it's also partially gift. If you really nurture it, you can perfect it. And those are people who've perfected it, you know, like it's, and only a few singers have it. I mean, a lot of people can sing, but there's very few perfect singers in my opinion. And she, she's one of them. That's why she's Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Who else you know fits I mean? in that category? Oh, no. I mean, there's Whitney Houston. There's, uh, you know, who has that is Lauren Hill. As much as she, what you happened know, to Lauren Hill? Where's she? I don't know, but she's like a perfect singer, like, or somebody like Minnie Ripperton, where you have that like perfection, where you can hit any note and it sounds good, or yeah. and you don't miss the note, and it's and it's thick. It's not all trying to hit it, like you just hit it. It's a, it's a, I can't explain it. I mean, how do you, how how do you keep perfecting your craft? How do you keep evolving with your skill? Um, well, you know, the, vo the voices are muscle, the vocal cords are muscles, so you, you work your muscles like you're working out, like you, you know, you work them out, you know. Through there's, gigs there's, or you actually do like a daily routine? 
you can do daily routines. I, I'm not as disciplined enough to do them every day, but if I have a show coming up, I get I get in shape like a boxer, like you know, a month before I start working my voice. But what do you do? when I'm don't have nothing coming up, I'm not doing shit. So what <laughs> do you do? Like what is can it? Can I cuss on you? You can do whatever you want. Okay, good. <laughs> no, nobody listens to this. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What? Uh, but so what do you do? Is it you. is it like uh, voice? So what is a voice workout? Uh, there's this. This is the classic one. Because your vocal cords go and they wake up. Got it. Ah. So what would you rather be doing, singing or acting? Uh, singing, just because I'm a better singer than I am an actor, probably. Why do you say that? Just because uh, singing comes really naturally to me. I don't, I don't really have to... Uh, not that I don't have to work hard at it, it's just easier. I can, I can sing in my sleep. And what is acting like for you? What's your process? Acting kind of fell in my lap like I never thought I'd be in front of the camera, but once my singing career took off, I started getting all these offers to be in movies, you know, and my first one was Training Day, and I thought the director were, was crazy. So was your character. <laughs> <laughs> your I, know. I was actually like, is that my Macy? <laughs> I've never seen her like that before. I know. Meanwhile, my sister says, they don't know you're not acting. <laughs> I was I like, know. damn, if she, get, she got a hold of him, <laughs> she would tear him apart. Yeah, she's pretty ratchet. And then what else did you do? Um, I've done a few. I did Out of Wild. I did Luck on Blues. I've done about maybe 11, 12 movies. Yeah. Are you going to do more? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I usually, uh, I get offers, but you know, I, t I tour quite a bit and, and I have kids and it's hard to commit for six, seven months for me, for something. If, 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 if that was my thing, if acting yeah. was my number one, then of course, but, yeah. but singing's my number one, shows, yeah. music live. So what's the new album like in April? Um, it's really the best album I've ever done. I think I finally grew up and, and I, I figured out what, what my point is in life, like well, what I'm supposed to be doing and why I'm here and stuff like that. What you is know. it? What's Share. my point? I need to know this <laughs> for myself. I don't know. I just, you know, you figure out like what you're supposed to be doing because there's a lot of waiting through life. You know, there's a lot of like going here and going there and checking things out. And then, but you hit that one day, it usually happens in your 40s and you just kind of don't give a shit and you know where you belong and you don't really care what people think of you anymore and you, and you get it, you get life, you know. Did, and so what is it like for you to write and create new songs? Is that just very personal alone or do you work with people or how does it? Oh no, I, I, have, a, I have a good team. I, I like, uh, there's, a, there's a couple producers on the record hmm. and a few writers and I like collaborating because you know, People have good ideas, and you can't just say, oh, me, 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 and you miss out all, on all that other stuff. Is there a particular message that's different in this one than other ones? Um, oh, God. Well, it's more like, just like I said, it's more like that click you get when you say, oh, I get it. Like, you're taking a, studying for your math test, and you say, oh, I get it. <laughs> one plus one equals two, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to explain. I'm still waiting for that moment, but maybe yeah. when the album comes out, I will realize it. No, my mother told me, she goes, you're going to hit an age when you're not going to give a fuck. That's what she told me. She says, you're going to stop trying to impress people. Is it an age or is it a, is it a life stage? I think it's a moment, but I think it happens later. So what happened for you to hit that moment? Nothing. You just, you just wake up one day and it's there. 
But I think it's a 40s thing, because it, it's, it's my mother told me it happened to her when she was 46. Nice. And you're kind of moving, and then one day you just wake up and you just don't give a shit. You're like, oh, you don't like my shoes? Oh, really? Fuck off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a th I can't explain it, yeah. but there's somebody listening that knows yeah. what I talk about. Right. That one person, your one fan. <laughs> that one fan. <laughs> yeah. Well. That's my mom. She's listening <laughs> right now. She's going to be like, I knew it. I did that too. 46. <laughs> So, yeah. wait, so you were telling me, you were giving me uh, pointers about growing stuff, mm -hmm. um, gardens. So you grew up with gardens. Yeah, my father, he, we had a huge yard. We lived, we grew up, I grew up in a small town in Ohio. So you can have like $2 and get a mansion out there. Really? Yeah. And so you had a big yard. Huge yard. And you grew... Well, what? I didn't grow anything, but my father's from the south. He's like old school Alabama, 1930s Alabama. So growing stuff. Yeah, and so like vegetables that were just for the family or he would share with others or? Yeah, like he would say, oh, I think I'm gonna try to grow green beans. And we, all of a sudden we'd have a green bean patch and yeah. tomatoes. Like he would just grow stuff because he, you know, this is my father. Okay, so one day, I'm, I think I'm 12 years old and we're, looking out the kitchen window and there's a rabbit <laughs> so everybody else what do you say when you see a rabbit oh my god how cute <laughs> right my father goes and gets a shotgun come on Swear in ohio <laughs> he's from the south 19 he's born in 1928 yeah he goes and gets a shot opens the window and shoots the rabbit goes out picks it up brings it in the house and cooks it Freaks everybody out. My mother's screaming. She's so pissed because there's blood all over the kitchen. Wow. It's the worst fight I ever saw them have. There's blood everywhere. He doesn't care. He's old school. He's like, whatever. My dad was good at ignoring my mom. She'd be screaming and he'd just be like. Cutting up rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm cutting up rabbit. Okay, whatever. The football game is coming on. Okay. So he cooked it and sat there and ate it. I'll never forget that. Did you eat it? No. I was, I, was, I was traumatized. I was 12 years old. What were meals like for you growing up? Did you have a role? Did you all come together? Was it? Oh, yeah. My, my mother had uh, 12 brothers and sisters, and my father had nine. So we always had what? lots of family all the time. You know, and our, our house was kind of a crash. Because my mother and father were very social. You know, very, like, both had a lot of friends, so. So everybody we came together. There wasn't, wasn't a lot of silence in my house. Always somebody over and stopping over. It was like that. And did they potluck it or did everyone, did your parents just make tons of food for everybody? Yeah, both my mom and dad loved to cook and then all their sisters and brothers liked to cook. Because when you're from a, a small town in Ohio, that's what you do. You cook. You cook and you eat. So did you learn how to cook? No. <laughs> everybody <laughs> else was cooking. I didn't really need to. <laughs> Did you ever sing for people at dinner? No. I didn't really uh, discover my voice till later in life. You know, I always had a funny voice, and I would have never thought I could use it for singing until I got older. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, it occurred to me that you and I met over a buffet, actually. So me and you actually met over food. I know, right? <laughs> in Vegas. <laughs> With Charlize Theron. <laughs> He doesn't remember her, but we were talking, and she, she, was, she came up to me after a show. 
Yeah. And she goes, I come to all your shows. I'm a huge fan. And this is 15 years ago. I don't even know if I knew who that was 15 years ago. Or I don't think I you know. noticed her. She was standing <laughs> right there. Actually, I think you and I were just like, just eating food, standing up at a buffet, like not even no, sitting down. we were in, actually after the show, I went into this hallway because I was trying to get away from people following me and she followed me. Really? And I was there? Yeah, you walked up. I was with, And yeah. you were talking to me, you hey. And she's just in the middle of talking to me. It was the craziest moment and you didn't even acknowledge her. Really? You were so rude. I'm so sorry. It's I owe her okay. an apology. Yeah. <laughs> But we had a moment over the buffet, and then I remember <laughs> we um, yeah. we went gambling. We, we did. We tried we to play. Fun. We tried to play blackjack. Yeah, we blew Charlie's staring off. <laughs> yeah. Two smart people. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, see, uh, and we whipped out so much. We probably should have just hung out with her because we would have saved a you lot think? of money. Because she did like she did monster. She got an Oscar like yeah. the next year. And she didn't lose. <laughs> and she didn't lose. And she didn't lose money that night. No. Yeah, she left us. All behind. right, playing blackjack with you is like. Uh, low amount, low amount, <laughs> boom, bet the house. Low amount, low amount, boom, bet the farm. I know. I'm a terrible gambler. Is that your strategy? You just kind of like go low and then bang, high. No, I'm just, I'm kind of a gut person. A lot of times my it. gut is very wrong. <laughs> yeah, we lost a lot of money that night. Yeah. Just, oh, my gut tells me that. Yeah. Call. No. Yeah. So what, what is uh, some of your favorite foods right now? My favorite foods right now are, um, okay, I love, I love really good uh, beef. Beef? I, th I think good beef is proper. I thought, too, I thought it was all pizza. I do love pizza, but I thought you were talking about like real. Like no, your favorite, like yeah, what you really love. So it's beef. You no. don't eat raw fish. We tried to get you to eat sushi tonight. No, you know what I eat nonstop is rice. Just plain yes. rice. I think I'm Asian in my earlier That's days. That's why you love eating with me here. At some yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like rice. Am I right? All I eat is rice. Yeah? Do yeah. you make the rice or you just get it from places? No, I know how to make it, but I don't know how to make it like yeah. you guys make it. What like are... Sunday makes it plug, plug. <laughs> oh, nice. What, uh, what, is, what are meals like at your house now? Completely different than when you were growing up, I imagine? No shooting rabbits. No shooting rabbits, but uh, we although that would be amazing if you if you if you immediately played the training day character and you whipped out a, <laughs> whipped a out rabbit. a whipped out a shotgun in, in front of your kids. Shot my rabbit because we do like actually my house is in the hills and we get a lot of rabbit rabbits and foxes and my dad would be in heaven up there. <laughs> freaking out. Him and his shotgun. But what are meals like now? Do you, do you do sit down meals? Yeah, we do, because uh, I, I have three kids who are, are like semi-adults, you know. It's yeah. kind of a scam to call an 18-year-old an adult, because we both know they're not adults, but technically they're adults. So it's hard to get them at home at once. I wish I had been one Dude, of those parents. I knew parents. your kids when they were like... I know. Like, just waddling. Little. That's crazy. Yeah, we've known each other for a long time. So do you guys sit, do you, do you make them do a proper sit-down, like old-school style? When we can, just every, you know, when they get to a certain age, everybody has a schedule. They have boyfriends, yeah. they got school, they got, you know, they have work, they have things they want to go try. It's hard to, but I know those families that say dinner is, you know, every night at 7.30, if you miss it, I'm going to yell at you, you know, but I never established that in my house. So and I think it's kind of too late now. Yeah. They're like, whatever. When I say. I like, 
I liked your rule. You have a rule. You gave them a deadline. Yeah, 25, they got to be out of the house. <laughs> I figure that's like, you know. When were you out of the house? I, I went to boarding school. I was out at 14. I went to a boarding school. Why was that? Because my mother's a teacher, and she was really into really good schools, and she's really into higher education. So are you smart? Am I smart? Yeah. I'm well-educated. I don't know if I'm smart, but I got a good education. Do you think you need to be smart and have a good education to write really good songs? Um, I, think, I think there's a level of, of expressing what you're feeling and, and doing, doing it in a, a way where you know stuff. You know what I mean? Because you can express what you feel and it be like, you know, there's highbrow and there's lowbrow. There's this like, you know, I love you so much, you bitch, you know? <laughs> and a lot of people will relate to that, you know what I mean? And then there's, What's that like know. for you? Because you have some really beautiful, deep, amazing lyrics. When you hear stuff like that, does that kind of, do you chuckle or do you just have a separate respect for it? Or do you think I'll it's just bad for music? Respect for what? With lyrics like that. I love you, bitch. Yeah. No, because I get it. I get, I get that, you know, it's, it's how you express yourself, you know, it's, it's um, and there's, there's plenty of people that, that get that. Like, I might say something and, and somebody might be like, you know, you know, you said I try to say goodbye, but I, I like, I love you, bitch. You know what I mean? It's, there's, there's only seven billion people in the world, you know, so there's all kinds of ways to get to people. There's seven billion ways. It, how does music play a role in creating amazing meal experiences. <laughs> oh my God, that's everything. Like if you have good music, it inspires good food, I think, and lots of drinking. Do you play music while you're eating at all at home or does that, or while you're cooking <laughs> your rice? <laughs> or yeah. Um, what do you, what's your go-to music when you're cooking or eating? Well, my kid, my kids always blasting their speakers, so I don't, I don't really get to play stuff much. I'll be really? honest with you. Yeah, like every when morning. When you can play something just for you, what is it? Oh, um, okay. So, you know, I'm, I like old, old school stuff. Uh, like who? Like who? Yeah. Oh, there's, there's so many icons from back in the day. I mean, there's a million of them. If you're home alone and you just get have your time, what, what do you listen to? What would you listen to? Okay, I'm, I'm a huge Nina Simone fan yeah. just because I like her voice. Yeah. And uh, I use, okay, what do I listen to? I don't know. I love, I listen to anything Stevie Wonder does. Yeah. Especially back in the day is, yeah. is great. I don't know. I just like, I, you know, you just like, you know, one of my favorite songs is Born on the Bayou by, <laughs> by Queen is Clearwater. That I would not have guessed. I would listen to that like 15 times. Is there anything you listen to before you, you perform? Yeah, Britney Spears. Britney Spears and Little Dragon. Are you kidding? Yeah, because they get you proper crunk like. Really? Punk. Really? Swear to God. Before you do something in a gown with a boa, <laughs> you'll listen to Britney Spears? Yeah, the Blackout album. Because she, she made that album when she's kind of having her moment. And I think a lot of people missed it. But that is a sick album. Really? I can't believe you. And what is your routine before you um, perform, eating-wise? 
What's your What's your go-to meal? Oh, eating-wise, I definitely have to have something on my stomach. I used to go, when I first started out, I, I like to go up empty. Like, I, even if my show was at 10 o'clock, I wouldn't eat all day because I like to. Why? Because I like to go on stage hungry and empty. I wouldn't be up there, like, full. I wouldn't be satisfied. So I was always going for something. Hmm. But again, when you get older, you get over all that. You're like, I, I want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about that. So what do you eat? Okay, so rice. Again. And rice is a good, it's a carb. settles it gives you stuff. some energy. Yeah, it's, it's a safe. nice carb. You, see, you hit it, it's a good carb. Tell me about a meal that is one of the most memorable meals that you've, you've ever had. Maybe one that sticks out in your head that might have affected All right, your so, path. So we're having Thanksgiving. Who? My family, my big ass family. The big what? ass family in Ohio. Yeah. Like 30 people there? More. Really? Yeah, my mom and dad had a proper house because it's Ohio. You can get really nice like property there for, for nothing. Like 50? Probably. It's Thanksgiving. Wow. Okay. And everybody used to come to our house. So my grandmother is there. This is my grandmother who's had 12 children, right? She's, I think at the time she was like, she just turned 80. 12 children. And my grandmother's like, you know, she's like that girl you want to be like super strong and, you know, you can't get nothing over on her and she's still witty and smart. You know what I mean? She's still, she's 80. She's still getting around. Is she the one from Alabama or is she and on the other side? She, she's from, well, my mother's side was from Atlanta, but they all moved north because coming up in the 30s and 40s in the south, being black was, was super difficult. So a lot of families moved north and ended up in places like Chicago and Ohio, New York. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, anyway, my grandmother, she's sitting there right, having this Thanksgiving and um, there's everything. There's macaroni, cheese, green beans, chicken, ham, you name it, Thanksgiving. You know those little cranberry sauce? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Stuffing, 50 pies. So my grandmother says... What kind of pie? Okay, so they did everything. It was pecan pie, we did apple pie, sweet potato pie. Sweet potato pie is huge for Thanksgiving. That usually goes first. With whipped cream and ice cream or just plain? No, these are southern people. They just sweet potatoes and crust. Yep. Done. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, so we're sitting there. My mother's like, my grandmother for the first time... I saw her, she said something about her age. She said, you know, I'm getting old. So I said to her, completely innocent, I said, you know what, Grandma, I, my little girl used to be two and now she's four and I just blinked, I can't believe she's four already. I was like, we're all getting old. And she got the biggest smile on her face and I didn't realize why she smiled till a few, few years later, like really after she died. But she just found humor in that because I was totally serious. I was like, oh my God, my daughter's four now. She's getting old too, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just one of those things like she, it made her smile, which I always remember the look on her face when I said that. But I didn't say it to make her smile. I was totally serious that my daughter was getting old. What do you think she was thinking? I just think she got the, she thought that was funny. It probably made her feel a little better. You know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah. even if she didn't agree with me, it, it was, it was just so stupid on my part to say that a, a two-year-old was turning four and she was getting old. And 
But that's what I, that's what my head was. I was like, holy shit, my daughter's four. You know what I mean? She used How to be many nosy grandchildren does she have if she had 12 kids? I don't know. And then all her sons were super, like, baby makers, like, <laughs> nine kids here and eight kids here. And my mom had three. And you know what I mean? So it's a lot. Probably a lot. I never, we, I don't think anybody ever added them up. Somebody probably did, but I didn't. A lot. What stories did we not get to? Let's talk about Billy Deck. Mm-mm. Let's not, not talk about me. Nope, nope. Can't talk about me. How come? You're really cute. You have dimples all in the right places. The Filipino Diddy. <laughs> yeah. All you got to do is start rapping. You'll, you'll actually be Diddy. Yeah. Um, can we talk about how Bobby Brown almost beat me up in the elevator? Yeah. <laughs> I surprised you on your birthday in L.A. Yes, thank you. That was so dear to me. I'll never forget that. That was very cute. And Bobby Brown was there. There was only like 10 of us in a section. So you'd think I'd be friends with him after two hours of hanging out <laughs> with a friend in common as good as you. Yeah, exactly. And then we took the elevator down, and he, he, he came at me like, like Cujo. Yeah. Like he wanted to attack me. How and come? You're, just because I was talking to somebody... And I, apparently he's like, do his, not talk to her. His wife. Oh, it's his wife? Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know Alicia was his wife? No, I just know Alicia through they have, you. They have three kids. Oh, I did not know that. Well, I was just saying hi to her. Of course, because you know her. Right, I've known her for 15 years. You've known her a long um, time. And your advice for people who come after you crazy is what? You just got to act like you're crazier than them. You just got to, like, if they can say boo, you got to say boo! <laughs> like that. That's so, what I do. Like if I'm on the street and somebody's looking at me, I'm like, I just start bugging out, and they always back off. So right? if Bobby Brown was in my face saying, "I'm about to tear your face off," what should I have said? You just freak out. You just gotta get get crazier. Just like, just start doing, jumping up and down, whatever. <laughs> you just gotta act like, cause people are nervous if, about people that are out of their minds. That that will scare anybody away. Thus, the training day. Yeah. Character. <laughs> Yeah. That woman haunts me. <laughs> All right. We're good. I love it. Okay, baby. Thank you. All right. That is Macy Gray. I told you. See? Isn't she amazing? <laughs> Fantastic words of wisdom um, from my friend Macy. You can catch her at Macy Gray's Life on Twitter. Um, and also check out her new album coming out in April. And once again, thank you, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Please share this on social media. I'm just at Billy Deck, D-E-C. Uh, you can also check out my website, billydeck.com, um, for upcoming events, different things that are going on. And um, I would love to hear from you. So whether there or on Stitcher or iTunes, where you can rate, review us here at the podcast, um, I would really appreciate it, not only because it gives us awesome feedback and motivation to keep getting really good interviews and trying really hard to do our best for you and to share, but also because those platforms share with so many new people and that's what it's all about. We just wanna share these really great stories about the importance of meals and hopefully you are getting out and about and reconnecting with friends and family over meals um, and coming together and having that all important connection and creating amazing memories. Thanks so much, thanks for spreading the word and until next time.